0: Welcome to Time Out, a personal interview podcast with the staff and leaders of North Hills Church. Each episode, we'll sit down with one of our staff or leaders to really get to know them, hear their stories, and learn what makes them tick. From work to personality to free time, let's take a time out and explore the who behind North Hills Church. Welcome back, everybody, to Time Out. Uh, today, we are talking with Hope Tenen, the alive... Wait, no, no, no. It's the student ministry... Administrative assistant, am yes. I? Is that correct?
1: Yes, correct.
0: Uh, how are you?
1: I am so great. I'm excited and nervous, yeah, but very excited.
0: Okay, yes. Cool. So let's start out. We'll get something really easy that we can uh, talk about. Let's talk about work first. That's a really, you know, we're just coming from that. Uh, what brought you to North Hills, and or hmm. rather, what brought you to North Hills, and what do you do now that you're here?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I actually started going to North Hills as a member in uh, my sophomore year of college. And so I came here, immediately loved it, and joined at the end of 2014. And what brought me to my job specifically is I was actually home in North Carolina for the summer. And I really wanted to get back to Greenville because again, I love North Hills, but also I love the Greenville area in general. And so I was praying for a job to pop up that I would love. And I saw that this position was open. So I applied. Thankfully, I got it. They liked me or they were like, she will do, you know, that kind (laughs) of thing. And I was like, I will take it. (laughs) Um, And so yeah, been here ever since uh, August 2017. So almost four years
0: now. So what specifically do you do on a day-to-day basis?
1: Mm, Good question. So uh, anything student ministry related is something I most likely have my hands on. So that includes we do a lot of summer camps. So anything with registration, communication with camps, I handle that. Payments for anything student ministry related, I handle that. Set up for Sunday nights because Alive is every Sunday night. I take care of that. Do a lot of communication with our volunteers, our parents, our students. Uh, I try to help Tim and Dawson with communication whenever they need me to do that. So, yeah, just a lot of communication, yeah. basically. So some social media here and there because Alive does have their own uh, type of website. And we have, of course, our own social media pages. So sometimes I kind of step into that as well. Okay.
0: So like a, a little bit of a jack of all trades, kind of just whatever needs to be done. That's what you're doing on, on a week to week basis. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, you mentioned a lot of communication. Mm-hmm. Does that like, are you predisposed to that? Like, is that your kind of strength, your, your natural gifting is communication?
1: Thankfully, yes. Uh, Which comes in handy. So it's my number four strength, actually. So thankfully, that works out well.
0: Uh, For those I I say this, I think, on every episode, but for those who don't know, Strength Finder is a personality uh, assessment that we use here at the church. Um, It paints a very wide brush. It is not who you are, but it is uh, a way to kind of gather information about you and kind of redefine uh, the strengths of yourself. Uh, and for fighters specifically, we take a look at the top five strengths. Uh, there are 30 of them and you can get all of them. But for us at work, we usually just kind of focus on the top five uh, and it just kind of helps us uh, work better together and kind of know, you know, who has what strength, who has what weakness uh, and so on and so forth. But anyway, disclaimer over. Yes. Uh, do you want to <laughs> I- go, go over your top five? You, you say communication was number four.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my first one is belief. Mm-hmm. And then second one is responsibility.
0: Can you explain a little bit about each of them as you go? I
1: would love to. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. So going back to belief, belief is basically I have a certain amount of core values or things that are very important to me. And then from those values or statements that I hold strongly to, that goes into why I do what I do. Or it just kind of, what do I believe? This is why I take this action and whatnot. So, like, as a Christian, I believe that uh, Jesus wants us to love everybody. And so, my actions, I hope, reflect that I love everyone I come into contact with, um, whatever that looks like. So, and then responsibility basically means that I take psychological ownership of what I say I will do. And I'm very committed to honesty and loyalty. Those are big things to me. Then my third one is a ranger. So I love to look at a system and figure out What is the best way or most productive way I can use that system? And I will keep revamping it until I am the most productive doing it. So communication, number four, basically I love talking to people, but also I love, I'm very comfortable presenting or in conversations with people. And I hope that the way I communicate is also clear Mm -hmm. as well. To people I come into contact with and then number five is includer, mm. which means that I love to uh, just see uh, maybe someone in a crowd who maybe doesn't have a lot of people they can talk to or I want to include people in on group conversations and I just basically don't want anyone to feel left out right um, that's a big deal to me
0: okay which I feel it can be of that specifically to me sounds like a really big strength in student ministry mm. because Personally, as as a student, when I was a student, I was the kid in the corner of the room being like, I'm just going to observe from here. I'm mm-hmm. not going to, not going to, just going to be in the dark corner and you guys do your thing and I'll be here. And then I'm sure you would have been like, hi, Tyler, what do you, you know, what's yeah. your name? What do you want to do? Like, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. That was a big deal to me. Cause I remember when I was a teenager and in a youth group, I remember weirdly looking back and noticing that I did that but I didn't realize that wasn't you know that everyone didn't do Mm -hmm. that and so now it's fun to look back and now working in student ministry to see like oh I do that and this is why right um and yeah I'm very I'm grateful that I have it I think it's I appreciate when people do it for me when I'm in new situations so if I can make anyone feel less uh uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. why wouldn't I?
0: Okay, cool. Um, So then the other thing you mentioned was uh, working for Tim and Dawson. So that's Tim Wadsworth and Dawson Martin. I almost Mm -hmm. forgot his last name, who work in (laughs) uh, student ministry. So uh, as far as like the team dynamic, I mean, I'm assuming you're keeping them like on the straight and narrow of just like, hey, you need to be here and do this and like, don't do that. And make sure you're, you know, all that kind of thing.
1: 100% like, hey, like, maybe let's not do that. Uh, that one makes me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, let's put more thought into that. Thank you, boys. Right. So but no, they're great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously. Um, so the other uh, you mentioned the other thing that I picked up on uh, a minute ago is that you said your home is in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Where is home in North Carolina?
1: Okay, so it is a super tiny town in the middle of nowhere, Mm -hmm. no cell phone service, which is not too shabby, actually. Um, Conley Springs, Mm -hmm. North Carolina. Um, It's very close to also Morganton in Hickory, North Carolina, and then an hour away from Charlotte.
0: Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. I understand, yeah.
1: So I keep saying all those names and all those cities until light bulb goes off in people's yeah. head, and they're like, "Oh, I yeah, vaguely yeah, yeah. can picture where you are." Then, gotcha. and I'm like, "That's good."
0: <laughs> so, what what brought you specifically from North Carolina to South Carolina originally?
1: So, uh, North Greenville University. So that's where uh, I went to college. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so I just love the area so much. Uh, I wanted to stick around.
0: What did you uh, go to college for? Like, what was the what was your major?
1: It was theater with a focus in ministry.
0: I feel like I do remember. We actually went to school together. We crossed paths once or twice. And I think Mm -hmm. you hung out with my wife a little bit Mm -hmm. when when you guys were in students. Yeah. Okay. So the theater, that's an interesting one. Like, (laughs) is that something that you feel like you use now? Like, especially like in student ministry. (laughs) To me, that sounds like a natural, like, hey, this is, you know, some of the strengths from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I think so. I think I think I've used it here and there. Uh, my senior project at North Greenville was actually included the alive students, a few of them uh, in some way. So basically, we put on two sketches, uh, which are also known as skits, but we call them sketches because they're more professional. Uh, and so we did two of those and we did kind of a creative movement and we performed it on North Greenville's campus. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I did that. Um, a lot of my theater work since graduating has mainly involved, uh, more script writing than mm-hmm. anything, is script writing for camps more than anything, and kind of directing it at a camp and then letting them have it for mm-hmm. the rest of the summer. So, not too much since then, right? Ever since my senior project, when it comes to North Hills, at least. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what originally drew you to theater?
1: So, I love telling this because this is such a hope story. Uh <laughs> so I like really wanted to make something my thing mm-hmm. growing up as you do. Sure. Um and so the first thing that I tried was like sports because you know a lot of kids they react very well to sports or they're athletic. I tried so hard to make (laughs) soccer my thing and it was not working out. Um, And so I finished up like a church league soccer uh, team. And then uh, that was, I finished in sixth grade doing that. And then somewhere like in middle school, my parents were like, our daughter is just like so dramatic. We have got to get her (laughs) in like into something where she can like express that. And so they found a community theater that had a lot of classes and sometimes put on plays as well every year in Hickory, North Carolina. And uh, they enrolled me and I just loved it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely fell in love. And I was like, okay, this is my thing. This is like what I really love. And so when I was middle school, high school, I focused more on the acting side of it. And then college, it kind of went from there and I became interested in the other parts of it
0: okay so uh, that was my next question of whether it was more acting more like stagehand more directing more Mm -hmm. prop management I mean I'm assuming you've had a hand in all of that at at some point or another
1: yeah yeah some part uh here and there so when I got to North Greenville my focus originally was acting Mm -hmm. because I there are three or four different, I think, tracks now at North Greenville you can take when it comes to theater. Mm -hmm. So I started out with acting. My first acting class, I realized very quickly how serious you had to be if you really wanted to act in the real world. And I just didn't think of acting that way. I just thought it was fun. And it started to become less fun for me in the more classes I was taking. So instead that next semester I got into the more ministry directing side of it and that's where I really I didn't look back. I was like this is it. I feel good about this. I feel like I have a purpose now and mm-hmm. I feel like this better suits me and my skill set and so I just
0: stuck with that. Okay. So from there then, I guess my question would be do you have a maybe a favorite piece of theater or some, like a piece of theater that's very important to you that Mm. you would like to share with the listeners. Mm. Mm. I can insert the jeopardy theme song here. Oh yes, (laughs) please do. I was just hoping you were going to cut out the dead (laughs) Silas. No, this is, this is we're we're not cutting. This is no, no perfect. Okay. (laughs) Then I'm not nervous at all.
1: Um, great. So, I mean, it's just hard for me because there are so many, there are a lot of things that I've written that I love, mm-hmm. um, and then random storylines that are biblical that have popped up through the years that I love. Um, one though, that does come to mind, that is one of my favorites is my sophomore year. We did a stage adaptation of the great divorce by mm-hmm. CS Lewis And that was one of the very first times that I was involved in a production that was all based in Christianity Mm -hmm. and based in, you know, um, the struggles that we have as Christians with sin and with our temptations. And so uh, I played like two different characters in that, Um, and it was just... just meant a lot to me, I think, because it was my first time really doing something like that. Sure. So that's probably my favorite, favorite one.
0: So, so not, I guess when I think of theater as a, Mm -hmm. as somebody, my original, like, I think of plays, but a lot of times my mind wanders over to like musical theater of like, you yeah. know, uh, My Fair Lady or Wicked or what's uh, Hamilton or something like that.
1: Oh, Hamilton. Wow. What do a need, great musical. Do we need to stop
0: and talk about Hamilton? Oh my
1: goodness. <laughs> Can we? I would love
0: that. Yeah. If you want to take a minute yes. to just okay.
1: Wow. Okay. So listen, I know this is very, um, some people might not agree with me, but we all have to acknowledge as an audience, first off, mm-hmm. that lynn manuel miranda he wrote a beautiful musical Mm -hmm. right let's say that but guys let's be honest he is not the best hamilton no absolutely not whoa 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 you know like such a great character such great writing all of that but wow he is like not on the caliber of everyone else that he acts with um and i just have to say that like let's just be honest. So, besides that, I love so many other things about uh Hamilton. I love the diversity, hello, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Um the singing is so good. Like there's just I can't really think about anything else that's negative yeah. about Hamilton.
0: Yeah. So I I this is a brief since we're going to be on the Hamilton aside for half a second. There's a yeah. uh, there was a video that was on YouTube at some point where they went backstage and looked at all the technical aspects of the show Mm -hmm. um which was all up my alley of just like these are the mics we use this is what we do this is the soundboard and like i was just kind of like just bring all that information to me Mm -hmm. uh and it's crazy the like that they developed specific mics for that play that like hide in their hair or hide like they've got the one sound guy like He's using all 10 fingers to to run faders, which increase or decrease the volume of each individual actor uh, mm-hmm. or singer um, at the time that they're doing it. So like if you're not singing, your volume is down. And if you are singing, he pulls your volume up and he has really? to kind of like yeah. a guitar hero style game. He's like, yeah, it absolutely mind blown.
1: My my world is shook right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. I'll send you That's the link.
1: Pretty... Okay, good. Good good. I gotta look at that now because I had no idea.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy stuff. Okay, so beyond Hamilton. Yes. Move past that. A little bit of a gushing. Okay, I'm gonna we'll try gonna... to. I'm gonna yeah, try yeah. to put that to the so, side. So so with going back to the I guess what I guess my original question was between the subjects of like musical theater, uh, mm-hmm. traditional plays or like very dramatic which I guess can fall into plays. Like is that sure. are you more on the end of like the the less musical theaterist like for you personally? or i don't know exactly how to ask that question but yeah you you know i'm getting at
1: yeah yeah i do yeah i think i think honestly it's both but for different reasons Mm -hmm. so i would much prefer to watch something in person like hamilton or my fair lady Mm -hmm. but i would love to be a part of a just stage production sure uh without music with just drama. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's mostly because I know that if I were to direct a musical, that's not my strong suit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel more comfortable doing a drama without music. Sure. So.
0: So with uh, the ministry aspect of the theater, you mentioned the great divorce with CS Lewis and just kind of like a lot of the obvious Christian themes and the struggles that uh, we go through as Christians, Mm -hmm. where, in your own words, where does ministry and theater intersect, and how can you use mm. theater for ministry?
1: Mm. Yeah, I love that question because uh, i I've been a big advocate and believer of doing theater and ministry uh, together for the mm. the longest time. I think I think a lot of it for me, my reasons are personal because. I really didn't feel comfortable sharing the gospel when I was younger unless I was playing another character on stage that was telling the gospel Mm -hmm. like as a character or as a storyline. I think that's where I began to feel more comfortable and also just confident in myself in general. And so I think there is something that's so beautiful about watching a play Or watching something like The Chosen, Mm -hmm. um, which I heard is great, but watching things like that, where people in the audience, they can relate to the characters on stage Mm -hmm. and they can say, this character has doubts about their faith and I do too. And what does that mean for my faith? And they see that like played out in front of them of just man, that person, that character has doubts, but look at what Jesus does. Mm -hmm. Look at how Jesus still loves them, still cares about them. So if they can see that in a character, then hopefully they can see in themselves, well, then Jesus must love me. Mm -hmm. So it's just such a great way of like seeing the gospel like played out in front of you and then how you can relate that to your own life. Right. Um, I just always thought it was such a beautiful thing
0: sounds like and correct me if i'm wrong here but it mm-hmm. sounds like when you're and not that there's anything wrong with sharing the gospel on a one-on-one basis obviously right we yeah don't, uh uncondone that whatever that word is uh mm-hmm. i'm not going to try to censor myself here but do you know what i yeah, uh, yeah. like there's there's a bear almost a barrier like an invisible barrier of mm-hmm. like social awkwardness or like the subject matter is important and like heavy when you yeah. do that and i feel like from what you're saying the theater it almost like eliminates that barrier so that people, they are in a situation where they're comfortable um, and almost unwittingly or unconsciously like Mm. open to the experience of hearing Mm. either the gospel or the struggles or the stories of uh, other people. And Mm -hmm. they kind of open themselves up. There's a vulnerability there. They open themselves up to, Mm. to receive that story and that uh, potential telling to them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like there was, um, I thought of something I watched last year, actually. Um, So there's this uh, theater company in Pennsylvania. They're Mm -hmm. called Sight and Sound Theaters. Um, And they do a bunch of different productions, uh, but they're Christian-based. And I was watching their, their show that they call Jesus, which is, you know as the name says, the life, uh, the birth to the resurrection of Jesus. And so uh, just a retelling of that story. And I remember the scene um, that really impacted me the most. I was going through a really difficult emotional season with Jesus. And I just felt like it was just, I was just so emotional during that time. It was just a really hard time in my life. And Um, I remember the scene of where he's in the garden before Mm -hmm. he's about to be taken to be crucified. And the actor who was playing Jesus was just really moving because, uh, for me, because he was just, he was talking to God. He was talking to his father and he said over and over, just like how like scared he was and just, he was so emotional. And I just thought to myself, man, if like, if God sees his own son, Jesus, like this, mm-hmm. and it breaks his heart, like the way they're telling this is, um, then I know he sees me. I yeah. know that God sees my pain and he doesn't like to see me in pain and in agony, just like he didn't like it with Jesus. Uh, and that that's just an example of something that I have just learned more about god or about the bible uh, because i've seen something like that played out in front of me
0: right um it makes it real yeah 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 yeah. brings it to life a lot Mm -hmm. so with so theater ministry we've talked kind of like about your past Mm -hmm. what would be something like a goal not a goal but like what's the what's the dream like if you had like just a dream that's in the back of your mind and you're like i want to do this with theater or this with theater and ministry Mm. is, do you have something like that? Is there, is there like a little mini project that you've been kind of bouncing around? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So I do, I will narrow, narrow it down to one because my problem is like, I'm just fascinated by so many things mm -hmm. that I can hardly narrow it down. Um, But I do think one that always comes back to me is I, would love to make a camp one day because summer camp um, is also very important to me. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a summer campground. And so, if I could one day become the director or assistant director or make a camp where you learn not only more about the Bible, about the gospel, but also you figure out a way to tell the gospel through theater and work on your theater skills at the same camp. Mm-hmm. I would love to combine those. Yeah.
0: That's great. That's like, I, I'm getting excited just hearing yeah. you talk about it. Yeah. Um, what I'm trying to think of like the, I'm, I'm the, the idea of that camp is so in my mind, I'm trying to like think of any kind of like follow up questions to just say <laughs> like, what would it look like? I'm, I want to, I kind of want to like talk about all that now, but mm-hmm. I feel like we need to move on. That's Unfortunately. All right. That's all right. I feel right. like we need to move on to something else. So let's go back to uh your childhood. You mm-hmm. talked about being a very dramatic kid, trying to find your place, your your thing. Mm-hmm. What's the I like asking this question a lot, but like what's the difference between like kid hope, maybe like sixteen year old hope and mm-hmm. uh adult hope now? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes uh so obviously a lot of things have stayed the same I'm still very dramatic Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and I will own that with pride that's okay so I think a big thing is I've become more confident Mm -hmm. um now as an adult which obviously you know it comes with age I think anyone can say that but I think uh I've just become more confident in just saying what I said now about like, I know I'm dramatic and that's okay. Cause mm-hmm. I know this is how God has made me. Um, and I work of course now as an adult to balance that. Mm-hmm. So I think I've definitely become more confident in who I was made to be in mm-hmm. general. Um, so that's a big thing.
0: Uh, I know that's a hard question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah um hmm maybe the better question is like what's something that teenage hope has maybe left behind or like grown not from or grown into you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that'd have to be negative just like Mm -hmm. uh for example um when i was a kid i this is not when i was a teenager but when i was younger I would like go in the backyard and like pretend to dig up dinosaur bones because like my thing was, I wanted to be <laughs> a paleontologist. I wanted to like, that was my, mm-hmm. that was my jam. And then like, and that interest left me and that might not mm. be the greatest. Maybe that's not mm. what I'm getting at, but like mm. the, I guess more personality wise.
1: Yeah. Ignore,
0: ignore that and whole that uh, whole example. That was a terrible <laughs> example. That was a, that was the no, worst I example. loved it. I love
1: that. I know <laughs> that about you now. Okay, perfect. Uh, Okay. So yeah, that does help me. Uh, I think something else that came to my mind as you were talking is I, for sure, this has changed. Um, So like when I was younger, this is like a whole nother story. So we probably don't have time for it, but I'll be quick of just when I was younger, I had just a lot of plans in general mm-hmm. of just like what I wanted my life to look like. And I had determined for myself that they were pleasing to God because I had good intentions with it. Mm-hmm. And then as I've gotten older, they uh, have just like not worked out at all. And like when that happened, I was really crushed and, um there was a whole season of my life where I was like mad at God because I thought I was following him mm-hmm. when he was like, you think this is good? You don't even know what good is, you know, like, but in a kind way of just like, no, you're thinking like down here, like on the floor of what you think is good Mm -hmm. when really like I have the ceiling in mind for you of what is good. And so uh, I think that, uh, and there are tons of stories that go along with that of how that has played out in my life. But I think overall, I am less of a planner Mm -hmm. than I used to be because I've just seen over and over plans change, mm-hmm. but change for the better. No sure. matter what that is.
0: Okay. Well, cool. Um, so, the, really, the only thing we haven't touched on is family life. Like, mm-hmm. uh, does your family live still live in North Carolina, or have they moved down to South Carolina, or?
1: So, my parents and my oldest sister, Charity, mm-hmm. they live still in North Carolina. And then my middle sister, Faith, with her husband and my three nephews, oh. they live here in Greenville.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So with the, I guess, with both the, like, you talk about your childhood, you talk about like the summer camps and the the small town aspects, um, do you feel like that was a similar experience held by the rest of your family? Or do you feel like, maybe the better question is... Um, was your family like a very tight knit group or did everybody have like a lot of like varying personalities and varying interests or like Mm -hmm. what did that look like uh, growing up?
1: Yeah, I think, I think for me and my sisters in particular, I think we were all pretty different Mm -hmm. and I think it's kind of been the opposite as we've all become adults is Now that we are all like in the adult stage of life, we're a lot closer and Mm -hmm. we have a lot more in common than we used to. But yeah, when I was younger and then all three of us sisters were at home, we were all like very different. Mm -hmm. Like charity was very like by the books and like to follow rules and like the leader. Uh, I was just kind of like out there and crazy doing my own thing, not wanting to be anything like my sisters. Mm -hmm. uh, and faith was just, you know, she was more of an introvert and wanted to do her own type of thing. So uh, I think we were all pretty different when we were younger.
0: Um, I'm just now realizing that it's hope, faith, and charity, which are all like, yep, just they're. I mean, they're t- not. Typ- they're they are not untypical names, but like they're very much in like the category of like. They all fit together.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Every time I talk about my sisters, they always do that realization of where, where they say, wait, say your sister's names again. Yeah. And I'm like, I know it's coming. And yeah. I'm like, Charity, Faith, and my name is Hope yeah. to remind you. And they're like, whoa. But I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. fun.
0: Well, I'll apologize for making my realization. <laughs>
1: it's okay. I'm used to it. It's all right.
0: No. Um, okay, so let's, I guess let's wrap up. Okay. uh unless we haven't touched on th- is there something that you wanted to
1: no I okay. think i'm good okay yeah
0: so my final question uh which is the one i always ask to everyone okay what's your favorite band
1: oh no
0: See, everybody so i i the, and i'll explain this um <laughs> one i explained this on a couple episodes but like one asking to whoever your favorite band is is like it's the perfect icebreaker because even if they don't have a favorite band, there is a piece of music or like something that leads into another conversation. But a lot of times it's just people will like gush over it. And I either find it's one or the other people go, Oh, it's, it's this band and this song and this album, or people go, Oh crap. I don't know how to even begin (laughs) to answer that question. Like what's on the radio? Like, (laughs) Oh dang.
1: Yeah. You got me there. Uh, Okay. 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 Okay, so I'm going to play this card. Okay. Okay, can I give you a a Christian artist answer and then a secular answer? Sure. Okay, so secular Christian... uh, Whoa, not... (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to combine them. So sorry. (laughs) Um, Secular artist would be Niall Mm Horn, who is originally from One Direction. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he's probably... My favorite in that category. And then I would say Christian artist is probably Torin Wells.
0: I don't know either of those. So Torrin
1: Wells does Hills and Valleys, that song. Maybe. Okay.
0: Okay. I, I am very bad at like. So I, I'll be. I'll, this is my weakness as a Christian is that I don't know a lot of Christian music, even though I work in the worship <laughs> department and I hear it literally every week. Okay. For whatever reason, it just it go. It's like water off a duck's back. I was like, that's fair. I appreciate it obviously, yes, but yes. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So to- Torin.
1: Torrin. So it's like Lauren, but with a T instead of an L. Yeah.
0: And what, what, uh, between the two of them, Mm -hmm. what uh, draws you to that music, whether it's the music, the artist, or Mm -hmm. uh, just the song in general? Like, what Mm -hmm. is it that draws you there for both of them?
1: Yeah, I think for Torin uh, Wells, he just has a lot of songs that I have related to in different seasons of my life. And so Hills and Valleys is definitely one of them. I just really attached to that song during a very difficult season in my life. And so and he has other songs that I relate to really well ever since then. With Niall uh, yeah, I just like his vibe. I just like his music and the style of it. It's like catchy. Um, Yeah, I just like the vibe of his overall music style.
0: All right. So once you're done listening to this podcast, you're going to go look up Torin... Wells, torn wells and niles horn nile horn nile horn yeah everybody's gonna go listen to to hope's favorite music
1: yes please please let me know what you think be honest brutally honest
0: we'll discuss yes and if that doesn't work just go listen to hamilton again yes
1: please if nothing (laughs) else if you get nothing else from this podcast about like me or anything like please go listen or watch hamilton that is all i ask
0: well thanks for joining us uh and look forward sarcastically to uh me and hope's podcast on hamilton and other musical theater
1: (laughs) it's gonna happen whether people want it or not yeah exactly
0: (laughs) uh but thanks for being on the show and thanks for listening
1: yes thank you for having me